Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. I want all of you to get up out of your chairs and go to the window, open it, and stick your head out and yell. Welcome to At The Window here on Sports Grid TV Network. I am Sean Guasamacchia. Welcome in Zumo, channel 719. Uh, five and a half million people uh, watch Zumo TV, so we welcome them in. We welcome them and yesterday, it's channel 719, and uh, hopefully you are enjoying SportsGrid TV Network. And a lot more of Andrew Luck in the news, a lot more about his decision to retire and the effect that's had on people in the media taking sides. Now, Steve Berline, former NFL quarterback, weighed in, CBS Sports NFL analyst, one of the former players, one of the few former players to actually take, uh, I don't want to say shot, he kind of took a shot at Andrew Luck for retiring. Uh, Steve Berline was quoted as saying, he's a huge fan of Andrew Luck, and I'm quoting Steve Berline, always have been, but this cannot uh, defend or justify. No scenario or retirement is defensible. To do this to his teammates, organizations, fans, and the NFL two weeks before the season is just not right. I love the guy, but this will haunt him, end quote. That's Steve Berline. Berline played 17 seasons in the National Football League. Uh, he was a backup for the Cowboys. He started for the Panthers. He was a journeyman, but he played a long time. Talked about the many injuries that he had to deal with during his career, and he took Andrew Luck to task. Now, people have backed up Andrew Luck more so former NFL players, like 99% of them that have come out, and that's why Steve Berline making news and coming out against Andrew Luck's decision to retire is making news. But talked about it yesterday at nauseum, and there's nothing really new there. But now we get Rob Gronkowski. He was in New York. He's pitching some new product, and so he had a press conference. And, of course, the decision for Rob Gronkowski to retire, he's 30 years old, is similar to Andrew Luck's. And so when he was at uh, this press conference in New York promoting this new supplement that is banned by the NFL and he hopes to um, push it to, for sports leagues to re- help in recovery and, and what have you in healing, um, he talked about his decision to walk away from the game of football. Take a listen. But I want to be clear to my fans. I needed to recover. I was not in a good place. Football was bringing me down, and I didn't like it. And... I was losing that joy in life, like the joy. I really was, and I knew I just have to fix myself. Now the reports are, the headlines are Gronkowski thinking about a comeback this season. You heard it in the news report right before th- this show started. It doesn't seem likely from just the quotes, and we'll play more of it um, from that press conference in the show. But right there, he got emotional. Rob Gronkowski was emotional in the fact of how hard it was for him to just be ready to play at the level that he's accustomed to playing and the pain that he went through in the recovery and the rehab and, and all that went into it 
And it talked about like how it was bleeding and he needed, you know, injuring his quad during a playoff game and, and how that was the last straw last year. But ask me, you know, I want to ask this question and answer this question for me uh, out there. Andrew Luck retires, same age, right? 29, 30, as Gronkowski, and it's a big firestorm. Gronkowski retires, and no one really says much about it. No one calls him a quitter. No one calls him um, uh, soft or, you know, a weak, right, for retiring. Why is that? Now, a couple of things just to ponder that come to mind. Now, the timing of it, and that's Steve Berline's point, two weeks before the start of the NFL season. Now, there's reports that this decision was made much sooner than that, and, and, and probably even before the preseason started. Jim Irsay's on record telling Andrew Luck to take as much time as, as he needs to with this type of um, situation and with this type of uh, decision on his mind. But we do know one thing that's a fact. They agreed to a settlement uh, with his rookie you know, signing bonus uh, not rookie signing, but it was contract signing bonus, rather. Um, that was last week. So we know as, as much as last week, and Derek Schultz was on the morning after. He does uh, radio in Indianapolis, 3 to 7. And he talked about on Fox Sports 1260, he said that there was a few people in the organization who knew last week that Luck was retiring, one of them being uh, Jacoby Brissett um, and the other being the coach. And so the uh, news of the settlement last week that they uh, Agreed on, so we, we know that for a fact. So as much as a week before the season, so about two and a half weeks before the season started, Andrew Luck decided to retire. So, so the timing, of course, is different between Andrew Luck and Rob Gronkowski. The other thing, and this I think is, is one of the bigger reasons, Gronkowski would not be booed if he walked into Gillette Stadium right now. Would not be booed having uh, retired from the National Football League at his young 30 years of age, right? And the reason for that, and Andrew Luck, we know, it's been documented. I talked about it yesterday. It was booed uh, right uh, during the game of the Colts and the Bears in the preseason, right, when they got word via their smartphones that Andrew Luck was going to retire. The difference is, of course, we watched Rob Gronkowski struggle mightily last year and we, on the football field. He was not the same player he had been during the first few years of his NFL career, you could see him slowing down. Now, he had some great uh, catches in the playoffs, and he contributed to that Super Bowl victory, no, no, no doubt about that. But you could see he was not the same player. The athleticism was, was uh, waning for Rob Gronkowski. He was taking brutal hits, much like Andrew Luck. But it, Andrew Luck threw 39 touchdown passes last year. He was the NFL Comeback Player of the Year. They made the playoffs. They won a playoff game last year, the Indianapolis Colts. People still consider Andrew Luck to be in the prime of his career. And, and Rob Gronkowski, they look at it as he's on the back nine of his career. So it, there's difference there. But the biggest difference is just the shock value of it all. Gronkowski, has been, it's been floated out there before on, on social media about Gronkowski wanting to hang it up before he ultimately decided to do it. Andrew Luck, this just came out of the blue. It came out of nowhere. And so there's differences there, but it's, it's very interesting how uh, two different players in the prime of their NFL careers, and, and Gronkowski maybe not as much as, as Luck, same age, deciding to retire. And what does that say about the NFL? Will this be a trend? Is Cam Newton someone who was thrown out there? Uh, there's an article on Pro Football Talk about Cam Newton, whether or not he might be the next guy to retire 
in his prime, dealing with a ton of injuries. There's no, there's no plan for Cam Newton to retire. It's just thrown out there as, as, as another guy because this is becoming a trend in the National Football League. We'll talk more about this, Andrew Luck retirement, what it all means next when we come back here on At The Window right here on the Sports Grid TV Network. Be with us. Stay with us, please. Lose weight now. Go to fat100.com. Lose that unwanted belly fat today and get free information at fat100.com. Fit in the dress or pants or bathing suits you've always wanted to. Go to fat100.com. Lose 10, 20, or more pounds immediately. Go to fat100.com. For free information on how you can lose weight, go to fat100.com. Fat100.com. That's fat100.com. I had great results. I lost 70 pounds. I weighed 265 and went down to 195. My doctor told me, if it works for you, then do it. A lot of people say to me, how did you lose the weight? I said, I take Andro 400 every day. I'm going to take it forever. That was Walt talking about Andro 400. Now listen to what Bob has to say. When you listen to your radio commercials, you say that's not possible. But since I've experienced it, your commercials aren't strong enough. I am 76, and I've had a belly for way too long. My whole body is shrinking. My energy level has gone up. And the only thing difference is under 400. It's great stuff. I tried other products, and nothing happened. Guys, if you'd like to lose stubborn belly fat, gain energy, and feel years younger, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435 888-400-0435 andro400.com What's your IRS problem? Do you owe back taxes? Is there a lien placed on your property? Have your bank accounts been frozen or seized? Have your wages been garnished? Are you being audited by the IRS? Are they sending you letters that demand actions and have urgent due dates? Well, solving your tax problems is as easy as calling Taxes 321. The IRS is the largest collection agency in the world. You need the best representation to give you peace of mind. You need experienced professionals that can cut through the red tape and stop the collection process. If you have a serious problem with the IRS, call the Taxes 321 network today. We'll get them off your back. 800-961-3631 The morning after The Houston Texans are the best team in this division But it doesn't matter The Houston Texans are always 9-7 and seven. So it's like yeah I guess you're the best But when you add it all up in the end you're always the same Your wide receivers will get hurt Fuller will get hurt Lamar Miller gets hurt now J.J. Watt isn't getting any younger and healthier Bill O'Brien manages to hold his team back He's not a very good coach He just isn't It's been proven Weekdays 9 a.m. Eastern on FNTSY Radio And on your popular podcast providers here and at the window here on the Sports Grid TV Network, Zumo TV, Channel 719. All right, so what does this all mean? Rob Gronkowski, the odds, uh, this is of uh, late of July 16th, the odds of a comeback for Rob Gronkowski, the chances are at 40%. I'm sure that's going to go up after uh, his uh, press conference today in New York City uh, when he was talking about some product and he ultimately talked about his future in the National Football League. He hasn't ruled it out. 
Would I be shocked? No, but I I think it's unlikely. Look, Brady, unless he comes back this year, Gronkowski, it, it's more unlikely as the you know time goes on that he will not come back, Rob Gronkowski. I think he'll come back as long as Brady. There's a chance. There's a chance Gronkowski will come back and play in the National Football League as long as Brady's the quarterback in New England. I think it's unlikely, but a 40% chance at a comeback, I think it should be lower than that. So uh, definitely... If if you see some odds out there, jump on it because probably I think it's lower than that that'll come out, uh, come back. Andrew Luck, I don't see any chance he comes back. Andrew Luck, you know he's he went to Stanford, smart guy. Um, uh, he made a hundred million, ninety-seven million in his NFL career. Uh, he has bigger ambitions than than just playing football, and he he seemed like at least from the audio that we heard the press conference that pretty burned out and pretty you know. Uh, upset with what he had to go through to play. And I don't see it happening. He's going to get a TV analyst job. And look at Romo. We all thought Romo would come back after a year. Injuries derailed Tony Romo's career. He just couldn't play anymore. He tried. Um, and now he's a CBS analyst making a really good money and doing a good job do, uh, of being an analyst. And I can see Andrew Luck just, at the very least, if he's going to get back into football, he'll be an analyst. But I don't even see him doing that. I think he'll just do something totally different. Uh, he's kind of an introvert. I don't really see Andrew Luck seeking the limelight, so to speak. So it'll be interesting to see what he does next. But it's definitely, I could see it outside of the sports realm. Uh, I don't see Andrew Luck coming back at all. And I know that was part of the motivation, if you will. Part of it. What percentage of it? I don't know. Of Jim Ursay allowing Andrew Luck to keep the $25 million signing bonus that he could have seeked to get some of that back. Instead, gave him that parting um, gift, if you will. Uh, whereas Barry Sanders and Calvin Johnson, they had to pay back their signing bonuses, part of them, uh, when they retired from the National Football League. But that's a Detroit Lions problem, as we documented yesterday uh, with our guest. Um, and now, it, that Indianapolis, totally different scenario. Jim Mercy elected to give Andrew Luck and, and to uh, allow him to keep the signing bonus. And part of it is because maybe in a couple of years, Andrew Luck will be like, hey, I want to play football again. And why not keep those, you know, lines of communications open and no bitter feelings? So that um, is part of the reason. And so Andrew Luck, what will he do? He's not coming back to play in the National Football League. I don't see it. But Rob Gronkowski talked about his health now and what he's doing. Uh, here, take a listen to Rob Gronkowski more from his news press conference. Yes, I'm on the right path to where I am now. And I got a lot farther to go. And I feel great and I am pain-free. But I truly believe I can get to another level with my body, and I'm just in the stage, first stage right now. So I, uh, that'll make you tend to lean towards a comeback right there, right? Just trying to get his body back, and he's in the first stage of it right now. I know he's lost a lot of weight. I mean, at least noticeably, uh, he looks thinner, looks leaner. Um, that's part of maybe getting healthy, getting back to, you know, Loving life again, as he, as he talked about not, not being happy with himself and, and being miserable. Uh, I was really emotional. But he's, he's promoting one of these health products that um, he's hoping, I guess, it'd be an advocate for athletes to use these products to recover and improve, um, I guess, uh, as they play in their professional leagues in the NBA, NFL, Major League Baseball. It's currently uh, banned, the substance that he's promoting, by the NFL, so just throw that out there. So 
if if he's taking this to feel better, probably a good idea to get off it uh, if the NFL has it on the banned substance list. But maybe he's trying to increase the awareness of the of the product um, to get the NFL maybe to change their mind. But that's uh, what was in the news today. A big story. Gronkowski getting emotional. That led the update, as, as you heard uh, earlier at the top of the hour here on the Sports Grid TV network and Zumo TV. And Andrew Luck, we talked about the booing, right? The Colts fans booing Andrew Luck's decision to retire. Adam Schefter tweeted out the, the news during a, a Bears-Colts preseason game. And we know the booing. We talked about it yesterday at nauseum, and I, I forgave those fans. It was right at, at the you know, emotional reaction to hearing the news, right? If, you know, in hindsight, it may not have been something that they are proud to have done, those fans, and they know who they are, but I don't, I'm not going to take them to task for booing right there. It's an emotional decision. I, I think too much, too much has been made of that. Aaron Rodgers was asked about the booing of Andrew Luck at Lucas Oil Stadium, and he weighed in on it and said this. I thought it was pretty disgusting. You know, he's making a really tough decision. And even before that, you know, he makes a decision. I don't know why that doesn't stay in-house to kind of protect him a little bit. Although, when I think about it, I thought it would have been more of a standing ovation type thing and a thank you than booze. Okay, and, and that was the second part is what I really want to weigh into. Aaron Rodgers has his opinion. He, he thought it was disgusting. And he's a, he's a player in the National Football League. You could tell um, – that's not surprising to me that Aaron Rodgers would have that reaction. But the other more interesting part of that um, statement right there from, from Aaron Rodgers, Packers quarterback, was why didn't this news stay in-house? It's ridiculous for the Colts organization to have made this decision together with Andrew Luck. Andrew Luck made the decision. They, they discussed it and not make an announcement right away to just sit on it it got around to some players. Players talked to agents, and there you go. It gets out there to Adam Schefter's of the world, Ian Rappaport's of the world, and those guys, they're in the business of breaking news, and it's, it gets out. So it's just another bad look from the Indianapolis Colts organization, one that they didn't protect Andrew Luck early in his career. Then they're getting killed for it, and that's not Chris Ballard's fault. He's the new GM there, and he's done a great job of building up that offensive line, Nelson and and. And, and Smith and, and adding to, and then now they're a top five offensive line, top three, even maybe the best in the National Football League. But that wasn't the case early in Andrew Luck's career, and the organization has to blame for that, and they're taking some blame for that. Um, but not protecting Andrew Luck one final time with this news and convincing Andrew Luck to make, make the press conference before the game. You know, I, I know what it is. You don't want to be a distraction, if you will, but you became a distraction anyway because the, the likelihood, as we found out, of the leak of a leak happening is great, and boom, they had that embarrassing moment where Andrew Luck was booed on his home field, which kind of sucks. I feel bad that Luck had to go through that, but again, I don't blame the fans. So you, both can be true. I talked about that yesterday. You could be, uh, feel for Luck in, 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 uh, in, in that situation and then also understand why the fans are booing. Enough of Andrew Luck. We, we talked enough about him. Now Jacoby Brissett takes over. The smart money in the division is on the Colts. The rest of the team's intact, right? They have weapons. Eric Ebron, although Ebron's breakout season, 
how much can you attribute that to Andrew Luck? And now you have Brissett, and a Brissett played okay, filling in for Andrew Luck against a horrible offensive line, sacked 52 times, most in the NFL that year. And now he had a year to sit, more seasoned, smarter, second year on the Frank Reich. The head coach, Frank Reich, was with the Eagles, offensive coordinator. When Carson Wentz was going to be the MVP of the National Football League, he went down, Nick Foles stepped in, they won a Super Bowl, and he was a Super Bowl MVP. So Brissett has the right team in place, the right amount of weapons, T.Y. Hilden, Devin Funches, if you want to call him, how much of a weapon is Devin Funches? Funches, Paris Campbell, the second-round pick out of Ohio State. You got Eric Ebron, right, Mack at the running back position, top offensive line in football, top five at the very least. The weapons are there. Great defense, but they were very fortunate to win the amount of games they won last year. Started 1-5, but then they won some games against lousy quarterbacks, Blaine Gabbert being one of them, you know, Derek Anderson of the Buffalo Bills being another one. Will they get those breaks that they got last year with Jacoby Brissett and how much of a fall-off? We'll take a look at that and also take a look at more reaction around the National Football League. College football, I want to weigh in Thursday. More games are underway. BYU-Utah, I want to talk about that and, and tell you about the lines. That's coming up next here on At The Window. Made Sailors is the leading cleaning service in New York City and Boston. We service homes, offices, corporate apartments, and Airbnb turnarounds. Give us a call or a text at 212-299-5170 to book now. That's 212-299-5170. Use the promo code FNTSY for 15% off your first cleaning. For more information, go to madesailors.com. That's madesailors.com. Put your money where your mouth is and take a shot by opening a sports wagering account with FanDuel, New Jersey's largest sports book. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid where you'll receive a free bet of up to $500. That's a free bet of up to $500 when you open a sports wagering account at FanDuel.com slash grid. Point spreads, game totals, props, parlays, and in-game wagering on college and pro sports, and you're in control. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid. Open your new account and claim your free wager of up to $500 today. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. Money Now 100 is not a lender, broker, or agent of any lender or financial advisor. We do not make loans or credit decisions. You must be 18 years or older and a U.S. resident to qualify. This is not an offer or solicitation to lend. I went to MoneyNow100.com and got the $5,000 I needed deposited in my account the next business day. If you need money for any reason, help is here. Go to MoneyNow100.com and get the money you need. Need to pay off credit card debt? Go to MoneyNow100.com. Need your car repaired? Need home improvement money? Visit MoneyNow100.com. If you need fast cash for any reason, go to MoneyNow100.com. Good, bad, or no credit at all? Go to MoneyNow100.com. You could get up to $5,000 as soon as the next business day. Go to MoneyNow100.com on your phone, tablet, or computer. Type in the address bar MoneyNow100.com. That's MoneyNow100.com. Game time decisions. A bad pick was us bucking the trend of the Atlanta Falcons losing all the time in the preseason. That's the, dude, it's like they lost 11 in a row. They just roll over. They're gutless. I don't even like them in a regular season, this team. The Falcons peaked a couple of years ago. It's not like Quinn's going to suddenly get as better. Matt Ryan's not going to get better. They are who they are. I'm not saying they're terrible, but they're not a legitimate threat. Yeah. you got to learn lessons from the preseason. 
Watch live weekdays, 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern on the FNTSY YouTube channel. Maurice Allen, 2015-2016 European Long Drive Tour Champion, 2017 World Number One. Me personally, I keep my game face on me all the time. Especially coming out of the bunker, leaving the range, or even leaving the course. What's your story? Go to GameFaceGrooming.com for all your athletic facial wipes and body cleansing needs. Become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament setting their lineups using the DailyRiddle.com DFS lineup optimizer. Or join the countless number of people who have won thousands of dollars playing DFS using DailyRiddle.com. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRiddle.com, you're doing it all wrong. Please sign up now for the NFL Annual Pass with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. Welcome back into At The Window. I am Sean Guasamacchia. Thank you for joining us on Zumo TV, Channel 719. Uh, Welcome you guys in there. And we're talking a lot about Andrew Luck. Want to get to one college football game. That's this Thursday, the Holy War, BYU-Utah. Utah, Pac-12, one of the top teams in the Pac-12. You have Oregon. Everyone loves Oregon with Justin Herbert back. Great offensive line back. They are the favorites. Then you have Washington, Chris Peterson squad, always a competitive team. Those, those, those two teams won too, right? Always uh, tough, tough to uh, beat the Washington team on the Chris Peterson. They've been the class of the Pac-12 last Three or four years. Utah is Phil Steele's, one of Phil Steele's favorites, uh, sleeper teams, if you will. Expects a lot from them this year. Tyler Huntley's back uh, at quarterback. Um, They play BYU the first week of the season on Thursday night. Now, BYU had a 27-7 lead last year, late last year in the season, uh, in their their, uh, annual game. Blew it, lost 35-27. Utah came back in the third quarter, fourth quarter. They won the game. So you know there's going to be some revenge or revenge factor for BYU. Uh, but it's always you got to toss out the records and expectations when BYU and Utah plays. It's, it's just it's a rivalry, uh, and you know what to expect there. It's, it, it's always a competitive matchup. Now, Utah is favored by five and a half in this game. Utah, all right, and BYU is going to start a freshman quarterback. But right now, I really do like um, Utah for all the reasons. They're, they are the favorites uh, in the game, five and a half. I definitely, even though they're on the road, and it's, it's tough. It's a Thursday night game. It's the first uh, week of the season, right? Uh, it's in, um, uh, it, it, you know, I don't like it too much, the fact that they have to travel to Provo, and it's not in uh, Salt Lake City. But five and a half, you know, when, when you consider last year, uh, 35-27, so they would have covered Utah had it been five and a half. Zach Moss is, is back for the Utes as well. They're replacing some guys too. I mean, it's not like they have this, you know, everyone back from last year's squad, but they are uh, the heavy favorites, and five and a half is a, bi- a big uh, point uh, total there. Um, but I do like the Utes, and we'll talk more about, to cover that game, we'll talk more about college football. It's, it's kicking off uh, in in full swing, if you will. We had those two-week zero games on Saturday night. Great ratings, by the way, for Florida-Miami. 
uh, for Week Zero on ESPN. So good, good for them. It was a competitive game, 24-20. Florida squeaked it out over Miami. Miami had their chances there. Jaron Williams, young kid, he'll get better. Um, I don't know about Felipe Franks, Florida. He made that dumb mistake throwing that pick. Uh, I just I don't know how far they can go as far as Florida's concerned. Can they compete for an SEC championship with Felipe Franks as the quarterback? Was not impressed. I know he played well last year down the stretch. This year, I don't know how well he fits their Mullen system. Mullen has no choice but to go with him. We'll see. I don't believe when they Florida has to play Georgia's of the world. And it's going to be tough, tough sledding. So um, was not impressed with Felipe Franks of Florida go, uh, winning over Miami by just four points. But that being said, great ratings. ESPN's happy week zero. And, and I was reading an article. You could expect more week zero games because it's a standalone game. You had Arizona-Hawaii later in the, in the evening. You had some um, other uh, football games weren't high Division one type football games. Villanova was playing uh, right early in the day. But it's a standalone game for FBS schools. And... FCS schools like Villanova, they, they were playing earlier in the day. But for FBS schools, you have the, the, the football world, the college football world looking and, and paying attention to you. So that will change, obviously, as more athletic directors you know, will want that spotlight on their programs and they're all going to be vying for this week zero matchups. So maybe that won't be the case. But I would like to see like a Christmas Day in the NBA type of schedule uh, for week zero going forward, right? A week before we get started or, or you know, uh, Thursday is the first really big, heavy schedule for college football. So, uh, you know, less than that on Saturday, week zero, have a five game slate, you know, have the big dogs. Yeah, you need some power five conferences, right? That's why Miami, Florida got the rating it did. You need those big dogs, right? I don't know if my uh, Michigan wants to open up that early because kids, are, you know, they have to get back to school. And I don't know if they're going to be on campus during that time and what have you. So they, they have to work that, that out because you definitely want the students there. But if it's a big game, the students will come. How about Notre Dame, Michigan? That would be huge. Week zero. Play that at 12 noon. Or you, you can have that as a nightcap, whatever. Have a, a slate, a schedule of five games like they do for the NBA on Christmas Day. Week zero, that out. that's a great way to kick off the college football season. I hate these Thursday night football games. I do. I don't like them. They're on at night, whatever. I mean, you have a full day of work. And then and they even play on Friday night, you know, for, for the week one. I, I'd much rather Saturday, traditional Saturday, kicking off. And albeit it's only for five teams, right? But the just the atmosphere, just the, 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 you know, just getting people into the college football season would be so, so much better if they had like five games rather than the two that they had. Uh, and one was Hawaii. So, you know, Arizona, Hawaii, not exactly the blue bloods of college football. But, uh, Miami and Florida, great game, and the ratings proved it. So look forward to that more Week Zero football matchups in the future. So Utah, BYU, that's just one of the many games on Thursday and then Friday. And then, of course, Saturday, you have the the rest of college football. Uh, Michigan, Middle Tennessee, anybody? No? Uh, (laughs) That should be a lot of fun, and I can't wait to talk about all those games on Saturday on this network uh, for the in-game live college football version. That kicks off. Uh, at 12 p.m. Eastern time on Saturday with myself and two co-hosts yet to be named. But, of course, Gabe Morenzi will be involved in that as well. As You can't do a show on this network without Gabe Morenzi being involved, right? I just I think that's part of the deal, right? Greg Sussman, you know, that that's one of the stipulations, right? If you want to do a show on this network, it has to be with uh, Gabe Morenzi. No, I'm, I'm kidding. But uh, he's going to be part of the college football in-game live show. Does a great job doing the football version uh, or the, the night version 
from 8 until now, 12 a.m. Eastern time right here on this network, Monday through Friday. Uh, you could hear him for parts of some hours along with Cam Stewart and George uh, um, Kurtz and I'm just I'm blanking Dane Martinez. A bunch, a bunch of guys are, are in the mix there, so they do a great job of covering all the action, betting live. They give you in-game bets, you know, look at futures and then predict uh, the, the slate for the next day. They have everything covered, so it's a, it's a great show, 8 to now 12 a.m. Uh, Eastern time. All right, enough of that. Let's, let, let's get on to more um, pressing things. And, and, and what I want to talk about is my MLB best bet of the day. And you heard... Teddy Covers talk about it with Ralph Michaels on Wager Talk the previous hour, and that's the New York Mets and the Chicago Cubs. Chicago Cubs, atrocious on the road, okay? Their road record stinks. They're at City Field tonight against the Mets. You have you Darvish on the hill for the Cubs against Marcus Stroman for the New York Mets. Stroman, since the trade from the Toronto Blue Jays, the Mets are 4-0 in his starts. Mets 13-4 in their last 17 games. Now, the Cubbies... 12 and 26 in their last 38 road games. They're not um, playing well on the road. It's been a story for the, for the whole season for the Chicago Cubs. You Darvish, 0 and 5 in his last five road starts. So that's not good either. So all the arrows are pointing towards the Mets, right? Mets, the bats are hot. They have Jeff McNeil back, too. He's the leading hitter in the National League. Be crazy to, to, if he wins the uh, National League batting crown. Wow, that'd be crazy. Um, just who the hell saw that coming? Uh, I certainly didn't. I didn't even think he would play a prominent role on this New York Mets team, although he played pretty well down the stretch last season. Okay, the Mets 290 over the last two weeks, batting. Cubs just 207. So all of the arrows are pointing towards the Mets, and that's why I do like the Mets. But on the money line, um, they're laying uh, minus 104, but I do like the Mets to win with Darvish on the hill for the Cubbies. Uh, Darvish, you know, I, I thought he would be better uh, fantasy-wise. I mean... Uh, this year, with ERA in the mid three, in the mid fours rather, um, he's he, you know he's basically feast or famine. He'll have one good start, then he'll revert back to you know walking the moon, giving up a ton ton of hits and earn runs. So it's it's really just look at his game long. It's like one good start, one bad start, one good start, one bad start, one good start, one bad start. Didn't have a good start uh, his last outing. So I mean, but he's on the road and it's the Mets. The the bats are, are hot. Alonzo, right, McNeil. Conforto, right? I, I like the Mets. That's my best bet of the night in Major League Baseball. Take the Mets on the money line, minus 104. All right. Talked about Andrew Luck. Talked about Aaron Rodgers. I want to get to Anthony Lynn, Chargers head football coach. He talked about the loss of Andrew Luck for the Colts and Jacoby Preset being the starter. Take a listen to Anthony Lynn. They have a starting quarterback. It's going to be a challenge. And, I mean, they got a great head coach. He's a man. He's a, he's a great man, Frank Wright. They stole our receiver coach, Nick Sirianni, to be their offensive coordinator. And the Knicks are up-and-coming guru. So they've got a lot of good things going for them. And Chris Ballard, he's put together a nice staff uh, and a nice roster. So uh, that's going to be a tough, tough game. That was one of the hottest teams in the league last year at the end of the season. And uh, it was more than just one man, though. That's a good football team. And why are we talking about that? Well, because week one of the NFL season, it's the Colts at the Los Angeles Chargers. A Chargers team with probably will not have Melvin Gordon. Russell Okun, still the left tackle, still out. Keenan Allen will play, but he's missed the preseason. 
A lot of people don't make too much of that, but I do. Darwin James, they're all pro safety, out for the for three or four months. Stress factor. Colts, plus seven. I like it. I like it a lot. If you could get that hook, if you get the seven and a hook, you know, so wait on it. But I do like the Colts to be competitive in that game and maybe even upset the Chargers. Plus 270 on the money line right now. So that's what Anthony Lee, of course, praising Jacob uh, Jacoby Brissett. A lot more to do. Going to take a, more of a look at college football and Made Sailors is the leading cleaning service in New York City and Boston. We service homes, offices, corporate apartments, and Airbnb turnarounds. Give us a call or a text at 212-299-5170 to book now. That's 212-299-5170. Use the promo code FNTSY for 15% off your first cleaning. For more information, go to MadeSailors.com. That's MadeSailors.com. Someone is searching your name or business online. What will they find? Do you have negative search results online? Do you have false accusations, records from a legal situation, or bad press from your past? To reclaim your reputation, call 1-888-WE-DELETE or visit GuaranteedRemovals.com. That's 1-888-933-3538 or visit GuaranteedRemovals.com. If there is any negative information about you online, GuaranteedRemovals.com will permanently delete it for you. That's right, it is possible to remove negative content from the internet. And GuaranteeRemovals.com is the only company focusing on permanently deleting negative online content. We have successfully removed over 10,000 links, including news articles, arrest records, legal documents, business complaints, blogs, pictures, videos, and more. We offer a no-money upfront guarantee. You don't pay until your online content is removed. Call 1-888-WE-DELETE to talk to our dedicated specialists who are here to assist you. That's 1-888-933-3538 or GuaranteedRemovals.com. The sun can make your outdoor deck and patio space so hot and uncomfortable you can't use it. But now there's the Sunsetter Retractable Awning. A Sunsetter Retractable Awning opens and closes in just 60 seconds and it keeps your patio about 20 degrees cooler. It provides instant shade and protection from the sun's harmful rays. You can get your Sunsetter for as little as $5.99 when you call now to get your special $200 discount certificate and free awning idea kit. You're going to love your Sunsetter Retractable Awning. Sunsetter awnings are assembled in America and guaranteed to last for years. So call 800-869-5446 now to get a free awning idea kit with DVD plus your $200 Sunsetter discount certificate. This is a limited time offer, so call 800-869-5446 now. That's 800-869-5446 for your free awning idea kit with DVD and $200 discount certificate. There's no obligation, so call 800-869-5446 now. Made Sailors is the leading cleaning service in New York City and Boston. We service homes, offices, corporate apartments, and Airbnb turnarounds. Give us a call or a text at 212-299-5170 to book now. That's 212-299-5170. Use the promo code FNTSY for 15% off your first cleaning. For more information, go to MadeSailors.com. That's MadeSailors.com. Welcome back to At The Window. We'll get into the odds on favorite in the Power of Five for the first coach to be fired in 2019. We'll get into that in just a few minutes. But first, I just read Antonio Brown, Raiders wide receiver, making news. No, not for his feet or for his helmet. No, no, no. 
he w- responded to Ben Roethlisberger, former, uh, his former teammate. Ben Roethlisberger was interviewed by uh, NBC Sports and talked about how he regretted calling Antonio Brown out publicly after the loss last year to the Broncos, and he said it ruined a friendship. Antonio Brown just responded to that on Instagram and said, never friends, just had to get my ends. Shut up already. That's pretty harsh, man. Pretty harsh, man. Just just Antonio Brown laying it down. Now, Ben was wrong for calling out his teammates publicly, but, you know, that, that whole relationship or whatever, they're, they're both a bunch of morons, so uh, I don't know. It, it's over with already, so maybe this is the last time we'll ever hear about Roethlisberger and Antonio Brown talking about one another in their relationship because they're not teammates any longer. And now that we get it out of the way with NBC Sports, they, that's gone, right? Roethlisberger can move on. The Steelers can move on. And that's old news, right? Because I, I, I'm not taking sides in this. Just Roethlisberger was wrong. And I think it was just childish for Antonio Brown to, you know, not take the high road and just continue, continue to go after Ben. But there's some bad feelings there, some bitter feelings. I don't know what happened, what went on there, other than Roethlisberger talking out publicly, calling out his teammates should have been held, uh, should have been dealt with in-house. But Antonio Brown has his own issues. And, I, you know, he does things a lot, uh, you know, wrong, too. So that's that. That was making news. Other thing that's important, NFL. Jadavion Clowney holding out for the Texans, right? Has a year left on his deal if he signs it. Franchise uh, tag. Um, he's opening uh, open to trade uh, talks, right? And one of the teams making a play, the Miami Dolphins. I, I just don't see the point. Miami Dolphins are rebuilding this year. Clowney, good player. A, a much better player than he's given credit for. Not the sack uh, artist that we all thought he would be coming out of South Carolina and being uh, the number one overall pick, play, playing on a uh, line with J.J. Watt for the most part. Watt's missed some time too due to injury. But he's great against a run, very good against a run. And he gives you a few sacks as well. I think he had nine and a half. I think it was his uh, biggest total. So he does put some pressure on the quarterback. But um, this is like the latest news coming out that um, one of the teams tied to Clowney is um, Miami. And Clowney refused to go to Miami to trade. And so that's that. So maybe not after all. But um, it's one of the teams... um, Link to Clowney. Clowney is going to play on a one-year contract worth under $16 million after they couldn't come to an extension. Of course, the Texans don't have a GM. Well, it's Bill O'Brien, the de facto GM there, the head coach also uh, in in Houston. So I know that Buffalo Bills writers often tweet about uh, Jadavion Clowney because their ex-GM now is with the Bills organization, Gain, Brian Gain. And so there's, and, and we know part of the, disconnect between O'Brien and Gain was regarding Clowney and whether or not to give him a long-term extension. And so that's why he's always tied to Buffalo. I don't see really how a trade helps Buffalo that much here. I mean, they have a strong defensive line as it is. Drafted at Oliver. You know, this guy, Daryl Johnson, is giving him some some surprising, you know, competition there from the defensive end, defensive tackle slot, seventh-round pick. Uh, Harrison Phillips is there, a third-round pick from Stanford a, a year ago. Jerry Hughes is still there. You know, Shaq Lawson, you know, Lonzo uh, Alexander, you know, he's 37, whatever. He's old, but and he's a linebacker technically. But they have a lot of depth there at the defensive line. I don't really see wh- how much it benefits the Buffalo Bills to trade assets for Clowney. Um, so I don't know if that's really something that's going to happen. It's just floated out there. But right now, Miami has been linked to, to Clowney, and, and we'll see 
where they go from there. But looks like Houston's going to trade County. That's that's at least what we're hearing right now. A couple other teams are interested as well. But um, we'll see. Stay tuned for that. All right. Wanted to get before we we uh, get out of Dodge here. A couple of other interesting things. Uh, the odds, okay, or the favorite, if you will, Power Five college football coach to be fired. Right. The odds are out. And of course, Clay Helton, number one. At 5-1, to one. he is the betting favorite to be the first Power 5 coach fired in college football this year. And let me get the rest of the odds up here in just a second. Um, Chris Ash, 6-1, to one, Rutgers head coach. And this is according to sportsbetting.ag. Third, Lovey Smith, Illinois, 9-1. to one. Now, the, the, the issue with Lovey Smith, I know he just signed a two-year contract extension with the Illini. Went four and eight last year, nine and twenty-seven in his three years uh, in Champaign, and just two victories in the Big Ten. So he's been awful, right? Trying to turn around that program, but he has a massive buyout, and that's why the AD was not forced, but was willing to give uh, the two-year contract extension because of the massive buyout, and hope that Lovey Smith turns things around there um, for the Illini and. I, I, you know, that he's definitely one of the guys that, you know, if not for that big buyout, he would be at the top of the list because if things go south early for Illinois, you could definitely see Lovey Smith uh, getting fired, but because he's in the fourth year and progress hasn't been made, but the damn buyout's too big, too great. So I don't think he'll be the first coach fired. Gus Malzahn, 10 to 1. Gus Malzahn signed through 2022, if you will, but he has a $7 million. He's owed $7 million if he's fired. In 2019, it goes down to $5 million if fired in 2020. So would they eat the $7 million Auburn's boosters? Probably. So if things don't turn out well, he's calling plays for the first time in three years there for, for the Tigers. So expectations are high. They play Oregon week one. That's a huge matchup. It's so much pressure on Oregon in the Pac-12 to do well in that game and win it. And, of course, Auburn with Gus Malzahn. They have to play the Iron Bowl every year, Alabama every year. That's never easy. Playing the SEC, tough division. So Auburn and, and Gus Malzahn's interest that that is 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 really intriguing at ten to one. Kalani Stocky, uh, the BYU head coach, he's also there at twelve to one. BYU fourth year for for that him in uh, Provo and Utah playing well, right? Sneaky or sleeper team, if you will, uh, to win the Pac twelve. Favorite in this game, the Holy War, first game of the season. That's a, an eye to keep an eye on. That's someone to keep an eye on. Ed Ogeron, LSU, 14-1. I don't see that happening. Had a great year last year. Overachieved. Willie St- uh, Taggart at FSU. Another coach, 16-1. to I know they struggled last year. Uh, did not make the uh, a bowl game for the first time in forever. First year for Willie Taggart. Now, Kendall Bryles is there, the offensive coordinator. Look what he has done. He's new. Look what he has done. Everywhere he's been. He was with um, Houston last year. Top 10 offense, right? The year before that, he was with Florida Atlantic. Top offense with Lane Kiffin. Before that, with the Baylor Bears. Top offenses. Now, his father had a lot to do with that with Baylor, but he's an offensive coordinator, had a lot to do with it. Uh, Everywhere he's gone, the up-tempo and the system that he's run has um, paid dividends for uh, his coaching style and for the offense. So always a top 10 team. So watch out for FSU this year. I don't see them... um, 
I don't see Willie Taggart being fired. I think he'll win actually seven, eight games. I I, I kind of like uh, FSU this year. Uh, people are, just don't don't believe in Willie Taggart, but Kendall Giles, uh, Bryles, if you will, offensive coordinator there will do do much better. James Blackman was just named the starting quarterback. He beat out um, Alex uh, Honeybrook, the transfer for Wisconsin. So things are rolling. We'll see how it goes, but uh, that that's a stupid play, sixteen to one. I don't think he'll be the first coach to get fired. Not stupid. I mean, you get some value there. Clay Hilton, I mean, five to one, five and seven last year. JT Daniels, second year quarterback. Look, if things don't work out, if, if things don't get turned around quick, I, Clay Hilton's gone. He's, he's he, I'm lucky. He's lucky to still be the head coach there um, for USC for the Trojans. Uh, so that's definitely the odds-on favor. They got that right. Chris Ash, Rutgers. I don't see it happening. Uh, they got to play cupcakes in the non-conference, yeah, uh, and then in the conference, they're not expected to really compete against Penn State's. Against Michigan, against Michigan State, against Ohio State. I have to play them every year. I mean, what do you expect? All right, you expect more of a, a competitive game from the Scarlet Knights. And Chris Ash has been there for a while now, has a contract to a long contract that he signed, contract extension. Don't see that. But I, I do love you, Smith, but the massive buyout. Malzon, 10 to 1. Like that a lot. Justin Fuente in Virginia Tech, 14 to 1. Uh, and then you rounded out the other ones. Kevin Sumlin, Arizona, twenty to one. They just won their first game against Hawaii. Tom Allen, Indiana, twenty to one. Mike Gundy, Oklahoma State, sixteen to one. You know, Helton is easy, five to one. Not the smart money. Uh, I, I, Gus Malzahn, ten to one. They lose to Oregon. Get off to a rocky start in the SEC. Seven million is that too much to eat for the boosters uh, with the Auburn Tigers, especially with Alabama? Winning the way they've they have over the last decade, you know, a lot of pressure on Gus Malzahn this year, and then uh, hence uh, why he is ten to one there and on the list. A guy not on the list, Jim Harbaugh, and he's not on the list because for good reason. Most likely won't get fired uh, this year if he has even a, a, a you know underachieves. But a lot of pressure on Jim Harbaugh, more so than I think a lot of these coaches on this list. He gave up. Jim Harbaugh did his his offense basically gave it to Josh Gaddis. Shea Patterson, second year, highly touted transfer from Ole Miss, highly touted kid coming out of IMG Academy um, and signed with Ole Miss, Hugh Freeze, if you remember, and then transferred without penalty to Michigan last year. Played well in the um, non-rivalry games last year. Didn't do well against Notre Dame. Didn't do well against Ohio State. And uh, everyone sucked in in the bowl game last year uh, against the SEC. So... Those are the important games, and those, and that's how you're rated, okay, and, and how you're judged uh, being at Michigan. Now, Jim Harbaugh has to win those games, too. He lost them as well. He gets a crack at Notre Dame again. I mean, Michigan State, he's evened up that record. It's 2-2, two and two, but Ohio State 0-4. So, Harbaugh, a lot of pressure this year. If he loses to Ryan Day with Urban Meyer gone, I know Justin Fields, sexy Heisman sleeper, if you will, not even a sleeper. Uh, people expecting uh, great things from Justin Fields, a transfer from Georgia. Ohio State shouldn't miss a beat. Ryan Day's been there a while. He was your interim uh, head coach for when Urban Meyer was suspended last year, um, and did well, you know. But still, you're Jim Harbaugh making all this money. You're expected to win those games. And then, there's a book that's coming out, and Paul Feinbaum was quoted uh, talking about Michigan. Michigan's that guy at the bar. This is uh, Paul Feinbaum who talks all the smack, and then when he's about to get clocked, sneaks out the back door. Basically, that's, that, that's the Michigan fandom. That's how he described the Michigan fan, like the guy at the bar, you know, talking all the smack, like Michigan football, talking all the smack, 
And then when it comes to Showtime, they're nowhere to be found. Now, that's a little harsh. Paul Feinbaum hates the Big Ten. We know it. He's an SEC homer. Um, but, you know, Michigan has to pay it off. It's about time Michigan football wins, you know, and makes the college football. How about winning a Big Ten conference title? Now, let alone a national championship, a conference title. I have not won Michigan, a conference title in the Big Ten since 2004. That's when Braylon Edwards and Lloyd Carr were there for the Michigan Wolverines there. So it's been a long time uh, in Ann Arbor since they've uh, had some some success. But a Big Ten championship is not enough this year for Jim Harbaugh. He needs to make the college football playoff. Now, would they leave out again, once again, a Big Ten champion of the college football playoff? Left out Ohio State last year, Penn State. I don't see it happening. I think if Michigan wins the Big Ten, they're in the college football playoff. So... Beating Ohio State is one of the more important things to do because they are in that division to get to the conference championship game in the East. And then in the West, Nebraska, Wisconsin, you you even got um, Minnesota might be a player there, Northwestern, Iowa. You know, the West, we'll we'll talk about the Big Ten West tomorrow. Try to get a couple people on from Nebraska and maybe from Iowa, Wisconsin. Don't know the school, but definitely Nebraska. Talk more about that um, tomorrow. But Michigan, ton of pressure on Jim Harbaugh. Not on this list, but there is a ton of pressure on Jim Harbaugh to win this year. Wrapping things up, when we come back to At the Window, more MLB bets coming up next. Let DailyRoto.com guide you to victory as you swing for the fences playing Daily Fantasy Baseball. Become the eighth Daily Roto lineup optimizer to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament or become part of the growing community who have won thousands of dollars. If you're playing MLB DFS and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Enter promo code FNTSY for a 10% discount. The 2019 MLB Daily Roto Premium Package at DailyRoto.com. Use the promo code FNTSY and get your 10% discount today. Money Now 100 is not a lender, broker, or agent of any lender or financial advisor. We do not make loans or credit decisions. You must be 18 years or older and a U.S. resident to qualify. This is not an offer or solicitation to lend. I went to MoneyNow100.com and got the $5,000 I needed deposited in my account the next business day. If you need money for any reason, help is here. Go to MoneyNow100.com and get the money you need. Need to pay off credit card debt? Go to MoneyNow100.com. Need your card? repaired? Need home improvement money? Visit MoneyNow100.com. If you need fast cash for any reason, go to MoneyNow100.com. Good, bad, or no credit at all. Go to MoneyNow100.com. You could get up to $5,000 as soon as the next business day. Go to MoneyNow100.com on your phone, tablet, or computer. Type in the address bar MoneyNow100.com. That's MoneyNow100.com. Maid Sailors is the leading cleaning service in New York City and Boston. We service homes, offices, corporate apartments, and Airbnb turnarounds. Give us a call or a text at 212-299-5170 to book now. That's 212-299-5170. Use the promo code FNTSY for 15% off your first cleaning. For more information, go to MaidSailors.com. That's MaidSailors.com. 
Let DailyRoto.com guide you to victory as you swing for the fences playing Daily Fantasy Baseball. Become the eighth Daily Roto lineup optimizer to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament or become part of the growing community who have won thousands of dollars. If you're playing MLB DFS and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Enter promo code FNTSY for a 10% discount. The 2019 MLB Daily Roto Premium Package at DailyRoto.com. Use the promo code FNTSY and get your 10% discount today. Maurice Allen, 2015-2016 European Long Drive Tour Champion, 2017 World Number One. Me personally, I keep my game face on me all the time. Especially coming out of the bunker, leaving the range, or even leaving the course. What's your story? Go to GameFaceGrooming.com for all your athletic facial wipes and body cleansing needs. Back here on At The Window on the Sports Grid TV Network. Thank you for tuning in. Up next, Game Time Decisions with Gabe Morenzi and Cam Stewart. We'll get you all set for the baseball action tonight uh, at 7.05 p.m. Eastern Time. Games uh, starting then. One other game in baseball, best bet. I like the uh, Giants. They're playing the Diamondbacks. Mike Leake has not pitched great in August. Actually terrible. Eight ERAs. He's been, he was bombed his last time out against Jeff Samarja. Samarja, 2.25 ERA since the All-Star break. It's even better in August. He's been pitching great. The Giants still in this thing, guys. I mean, they're 500 right now at home. Laying 136. I don't like that in the money line. That's a lot of money uh, to lay. Um you know, I normally like to stay away from that, but um, definitely a, a great play if you're looking for a, a team that's, uh, that's trending in the right direction tonight. Um, the other total that I wanted to get to with the Mets, I like the Mets on the money line. It's only minus 104, um, so it's basically a toss-up there um, tonight with Stroman uh, against Darvish. Eight. Eight's the total in this one. I like the over. I like the over at minus 120 now. I know it's a little, it's gone up since we started the show. It was actually minus 116. So uh, 20 might be a little bit too rich for you guys, but I like the total going over. Darvish does not pitch well on the road. Cubs stink on the road. Uh, but that being said, I expect their bats, Baez, I mean, they, they could hit a little bit, even though they're hitting just 207 in the last two weeks. Mets are on a good streak. I expect it to go over eight. So I like the total over eight in this one. But Mets are a better play at minus 104 on the money line uh, tonight. And I like Samarja and the Giants over the Diamondbacks tonight as well. That'll do it here for At The Window on the Sports Grid TV Network. want to thank the people for Zumo TV tuning in on Channel 719. Thank you. As always, uh, we're not done yet. Gabe Morenzi and Cam Stewart, as I mentioned, up next, game time decisions. They'll get you set for the next two hours. Not only baseball, they'll look at NFL preseason uh, the last uh, week uh, before we get games for real. And, of course, the college football season in full swing now. Thursday, uh, plenty, plenty of games to look at for Thursday and Friday. They will get you set. That's coming up next right here on this network. That'll do it for me. I am Sean Guastamacchia. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for watching At The Window. We'll see you tomorrow.